Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's make the best of it. Hi, welcome to episode six of Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. This week, we're all about consistency. In fact, the title of the episode is Consistency is Everything. And my guest will be here to talk about that topic. His name is Carl Pate and more about him in a moment. But first me, I've had one heck of a busy week. I'm finally realising that in three weeks time, no, sorry, in less than three weeks time, I shall be speaking at a conference in Las Vegas. So it's time to get my act together. It's coming along, but I'm beginning to feel the pressure. Here's the first of this week's life hacks. When you go away for a night or so, if it's for business or just a sneaky weekend away, and you're a bit of a coffee snob, it's really disheartening when you turn up in your room to find sachets of Nescafe on the tray. Ugh. A little hint that I've found is take with you a few teaspoons, not teaspoons, a few tablespoons full of ground coffee that you would use at home in a cafetiere and take some kitchen roll. Now, all you need to do is fold a piece of kitchen roll into a triangle, then into a triangle again, and then open it out with three sides of the triangle on one side and one on the other, so that you've got like a little pocket. Put that in your cup and fold the edges over the top, put some coffee in and pour the water in. Now, depending on the depth of the cup, you might have to do a bit of jiggery-pokery to get a full cup full, but it's a cheap and easy way of getting lovely coffee in your room. Today's guest is Carl Pate, as I mentioned. Carl is a friend of mine who I met a couple of years ago on a digital marketing mastermind. He is an entrepreneur and expert in personal productivity, and he's here today to talk about consistency and the importance of consistency in both our personal and work life. Most recently, Carl has set up a business called Undercover Entrepreneur with his business partner, Paul Hornsey Pennell. Together, they help early stage entrepreneurs to get started or level up their business. Carl's expertise comes from the fact that he spent almost three decades in senior finance roles within the corporate world. He was involved in a very successful management buyout and then left the job after getting disillusioned following the management buyout exit. I think you're going to love Carl's enthusiasm and knowledge around consistency and how it has led him on the road to success. Okay, so today I have with me a good friend of mine, Mr. Carl Pate. And Carl is an expert on productivity and consistency and using those two things to change your life. 
whether it's your work life or your home life. So, hi, Carl. How hi, are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Oh, pleasure. So, we know each other through two mastermind events. We met in Scotland, didn't we, at a castle, which was very grand. And then we flew together to Jamaica to see the one and only Mr. Les Brown. Wow, that's amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one heck of a memory. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, it was an absolutely fantastic time, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, just to spend yeah. a week in his presence is amazing. I know, I know. It makes everybody jealous anyway when I mention it. <laughs> <laughs> so I use it. Thanks for being with us on my podcast directory of A Dream Life 50 Plus. And am I right in thinking you joined that band of people last year? I'm sorry to say I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything changed? Yeah, I keep seeing lots of adverts for people over 50 and for funeral arrangements yeah. and for walking football and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Saga holidays. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not ready for that. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. That's the problem. We're all still about 12 in our heads, aren't we? <laughs> yes, that is very true. So, Carl, tell us how you think consistency can help to change your life, your outlook or your prospects. Consistency, for me, I say in my book, it's the secret source that you need to spread over everything to be successful in whatever you do. And the, the biggest problem, I think, for people is that they dabble in this and that. And consistency is, is the thing that just, it, 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 in fact, I call it the, I say it's the bridge from action to vision. So if we let's think about the Joel Barker quote of vision without action is merely a dream and action without vision, just passing the time mm -hmm. and put action and vision together and you can change the world. The bridge between action and vision is consistency. You've got to be consistent in your actions. Mm -hmm. I think the problem for most people is we dabble in this and we dabble in that. If we think about our lives, particularly when we're at this age, 50 plus, then how many times have we chosen something that we're going to do, such as learning a language or learning an instrument or doing something, and then we've not followed through with it consistently? Yeah. And now we can't do it at all. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and I also think, of it not, not only from that point of view, from our own point of view, on in, in that on that basis but also if you think of peak performers real high-end performers in any in any field be it golf tennis artists musicians how many of them do you think have gotten to that position without super consistency over their practice and it's, it's none of them it yeah. isn't, it's yeah. isn't one or two of them it's none of them yeah, yeah. No one who's there who hasn't applied incredible levels of consistency mm -hmm. to what they do. It's yeah. it's everything because I think the problem for most people is that they they are looking for magic bullets. And I know this because I did it for years. I was looking for a magic bullet that was going to change everything in an instant. Mm -hmm. And the only magic thing that I ever found was was consistency. Yeah. There's lots of people who talk about magic magic bullets, but it's all just magic bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's not 
going to work. You've got to apply this consistency in all of these things that you do. And when you do, everything changes. And when we're looking for these magic bullets, we're looking for something that's extraordinary. The most extraordinary thing that you can do is to apply consistency to ordinary things. Mm -hmm. It's ordinary things that are consistently applied that will produce extraordinary results because people don't do that. Most people don't do it. They don't follow through. They might be consistent for a week or a month or even three months. Mm. But once you get beyond that, it stops being a part of what you do because you get bored with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to be happy with the small, you know, to know that you're taking small steps and you'll get small results that yeah. will add up to big results. And Absolutely. I think you mentioned the word instant. We want instant results. And that's just the way we are today, isn't it? Because, you know, I send you a message. I don't go out to the post box and post you a letter and wait for a few days for a reply to come back. I send you a message and like 20 minutes later, well, why is he not replied to my message? Absolutely. And everything we do is instant, you know. Oh, I gave up that diet because, well, I tried it for a week and I only lost a pound. Yeah, the trouble with the future is it comes one day at a time. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, nothing looks any different than it did today. Mm -hmm. The day after, nothing looks any different than it did that day. But in six months' time and in 12 months' time, when you've applied those things absolutely consistently, things look very, very different. Yeah. I saw a post, there was a, there was a Facebook post with Simon Sinek where he was talking to Tom Bilyeu about, about, about when you fall in love. He says, what, when was it? He says, you, you love your wife, you love your husband. When did that happen? What was the day? Name the day when that happened. And you can't mm. because it didn't happen in a day. It happened yeah. because the little things that you did, one after the other, that accumulated. So all of a sudden, some, something just switched in your mind. You go, oh, actually, yeah, well, I'm, I'm in love with them. Mm -hmm. that's, and that's the thing. It's when you apply these things consistently, day after day after day, mm -hmm. then that's what builds. It's like compound interest. You know, we've all heard of this, this, you know, the, the, the sort of theories around compound interest. I, Albert Einstein called it the eighth wonder of the world. You know, that if you, if you double your money every year, Mm. then after a period of time like it's exponential yes, and it's the same yeah. with all of these things that you're applying to yourself when mm -hmm. you when you layer these things one on top of the other on top of the other on top of the other you start accumulating these things inside of you as a person and and eventually you get that exponential growth but you can't see it day after day after day and mm -hmm. you've got to trust it and that's this is one of the biggest things about consistency is faith yeah just trusting that it, something is happening yeah, in fact, when we were in Jamaica, this was a question that I asked of Les Brown. And I said to him, what is it? You know, the things that you talk about, we're, we're continually laying seeds. We're continually sowing these seeds and trying to grow our businesses. Why are we doing it? What is it that makes us really believe that it's going to happen? And he just said that, that that's it. It's faith. It's having faith and belief in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then you're not going to do that small thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I know you do practice what you preach. Well, I only know of two ways in which you practice what you preach, because you still go running every day, don't you? I do, yes. I exercise every day. I go running every day, but I exercise every day. Yeah. yeah, and you're on something like your one millionth Facebook Live, aren't you? <laughs> That's next every Monday. single day. Next Tuesday is my 
one year anniversary of speaking every day. So I'll count this as my speaking for today. So it's not necessarily, right. it's largely Facebook. Um, and the exercise is now what? five years and two months or something without yeah. missing it. Wow. Wow. That's without missing a single day, not even Christmas day. Not Christmas day yeah. or not being ill, not traveling, not, not anything. Yeah. And, and this is the, this is the beauty of this. You know, people think that consistency is quite stifling, but when you are super consistent about something, I, I exercise every day. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to question whether I'm going to do it because I'm just going to do it. Mm. It takes it off the table. It's not a decision. You've just got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you've got to decide on doing something, you know, you, you, you're to and froing over whether you should or you shouldn't. And, mm. and it, that soaks up energy. It soaks up yeah. time. It soaks up energy. If you're just going to do it, you're just going to do it. Yeah. No, I have to say, I've never thought about this as consistency, but you've just described how I feel having given up alcohol two years ago. I didn't realise how many decisions you had to make every day if you were drinking. Sort of, mm. it's, it's not a shall I drink, shall I not drink. It's yeah. just off the table. So I don't have to think how will I get home or will I be fully functioning when we have this conversation or... I don't have to think of anything like that or do I need to call at the supermarket? I've got wine in at home. All those little decisions have gone now. It's all off the table, like you said. Can I ask you a question? Go on. The, for, for me, the, con, the consecutive number of days makes a massive difference. How has that helped you in your journey of giving up alcohol? To be wow. honest, it hasn't helped me. I'm aware of the data gave up. And so I'm aware of like, oh, it's six months, it's 12 months, it's 18 months. It was two years on June the 18th. But I know in some of the forums I'm in, people pay great attention to it's day one, it's day 367, it's mm-hmm. whatever it is. It does help an awful lot of people. But I think because I've never had to think about whether I might drink today or whether I might not. I've just, I just kind of lost count very early on. I think I was aware of, say, for three, four weeks because I was, I was just amazed that I could do it. But then I, I lost count. But it, it is important for an awful lot of people. There's even, mm-hmm. there's even apps you can get to count how many dry days you're on. Right. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the only, I think the only real consistent habit that I've got that just became a habit was journaling I started about two and a half years ago and I don't even remember trying I think I was just interested in it and now not a day goes by that without the first thing in the morning being sit down with a coffee write what happened yesterday and what my plans are for today yes I remember when it was me yeah yeah but what do you do in your five years running there must have been days when you thought, I don't want to do this. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's not just because you're doing it all the time doesn't necessarily make it easy. But again, it's because it's, because it's there and because it's something that I've made. It, and it's part of me and it's part of what I talk about as well. And I think that's mm-hmm. important because then it becomes a part of your identity. Yeah. And when it becomes a part of your identity, it makes it easier because when you slip away from that identity that's when you get the challenges mm. and so yes you have challenging days when you don't really want to get up and do it but 
and, and in fact, I have less of those now further down the line with this. I have, I've, I've had quite a number of them with the speaking where mm-hmm. I've gotten towards the end of the day and I thought, God, I can't even think what to talk about them. And, yeah. and, and that's been, been a bit more of a challenge, but maybe that's because I'm earlier in the process being 360 days in rather than 1800 days in. But I think that's, that's probably the, the issue there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you do, like in the early days when you were running and you did perhaps feel a bit under the weather or it was settling down outside or whatever, how do you, how did you make yourself stick to the habit, to the routine? I couldn't go back to one day in a row. That's why I asked you the question about counting the days. I couldn't mm. go back to one day in a row. Mm. Because that was just too much. It would have let yourself down kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're committed, and it's about commitment, you know, it's about commitment. And when you commit to something and you commit to doing it consistently, then then all the world changes. And it's also because because I've realized that over the years, this is the thing. You know, one I, t- I talked about before about these magic bullets, and that was this was all based upon me going away on seminar after seminar after seminar, trying to find that magic thing that changed everything. And, and it didn't exist. It didn't exist because I was looking for the wrong thing. And when I spoke to a coach of mine, this lady called Karen Weiss, she's one of Tony Robbins' master coaches, and she told me to put something on the fridge, mark them off every single day, these things that I did in different areas of my life, two things in each area of my life. And and that's where all this started. So it started, and then I created my software, which is designed to help people to build these habits. Mm -hmm. And, And that changed everything, not just a little bit, but it transformed everything that I do and everything that I've done it's what I've written my book about you know I came out of a corporate role that was nearly three decades in to do my personal development stuff it's that's all of the stuff has come from this idea of being consistent and so if I'm not consistent over things I'm not consistent over everything I don't think you can be consistent over everything otherwise you're going to be you know you're just going to be doing the same things every day you've got some bias in there as well and and I've got like 200 and something things that I check off every day that I either do or don't do and so some of them I'm very consistent on some of them I'm less consistent on and those ones that I'm less consistent on I need to do some work on you know and and it's all a process and it's all a it's it's an art it's not a science mm-hmm. yeah it's just you evolving into the best version of you by exactly being consistent exactly yeah. what it is yeah yeah, yeah. 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 it's about the basics no it's not about the, the, to be world class firm believer that you need to master the basics mm-hmm. john wooden was one of the greatest basketball coaches in 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 history in in america and one of the things that he used to do with his players was get them to throw to throw free throw free throws <laughs> i can never say this and it was free throw after free throw after free throw over and over and over again hundreds and thousands of times and you go, why are you doing that because it's just a basic move but the reason that you do it is because when you get into a match, when you're in the chaos of a game, it just happens because it's just there. It's in your muscle memory. It's in the memory of everything that you do. And it's, and it's easy. It comes to you and you just do it. It just mm-hmm. happens. And it's exactly the same with what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. When you've got the basics sorted out, when something comes into you from life, because it will, because it's not all rosy, is it? There's lots of things that happen, lots of challenges. When they come in and hit you, 
you're there with the basics, the things that are there, the things that are supporting you, the health, the energy, the relationships, all of those things are just mastered because you're doing them every single day. And when chaos is around you, it still happens because mm. you've been doing it every day. Yeah, yeah. So the it's basics are on automatic. Like, like yeah. driving a car, I suppose. You yeah. can't get in the car and say, right, so what do you do, Carl, and to start a car? You, you wouldn't be able to describe it to me because you just get in and do it, don't you? Um, yeah. So it's, it's that automatic memory, like you say. Yeah. Create those things so that they're there. And, and it's not stifling. It's not something consistency feels stifling to a lot of people and it's not it's not about that it's about making sure that when that when you when you say you're going to do something you're going to do it and it and it means that that once you've got those things out of the way it frees you up to be to be creative in all the rest of your life because mm. people think consistency and creativity can't live in the same world but of course they can Mm. That's, and, and in fact, if you, if Paul, my business partner and undercover entrepreneur, talks about his, his music, and because he was trained as a classical musician, and he trained and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. Mm -hmm. And it's so that when, when he came to do a performance that was not scripted, that was of just coming out of his head, he could do that, not because. He, he, he could just do it, but because of all of the practice that went in over the years before that. Mm. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it's about. It's about practicing and making sure that you've got those things down so that you can actually move forward. And, mm -hmm. and then the creativity comes from the fact that you practice. You get to use it intuitively at that stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so these little practices are what change your life, basically, aren't they? So whether it is something in your work life or whether it's something like I need to lose weight, even mm -hmm. if, you, you know, if it's not a rigid diet, I'll, I'll do one thing that, you know, I'll eat one meal that's healthy today. And then when you get the hang of that, I'll eat two meals that are healthy today, or I won't eat snacks today. And then I won't eat snacks tomorrow. And just taking things in tiny, tiny chunks, just forgetting this instant gratification world that we're living because yeah, nothing, nothing happens overnight does it you know nope. you, you've got to put the effort in. in in fact les brown says if you want things easy life will be hard if you want mm -hmm. if you make things hard life will be easy mm -hmm. i have a question that i've been asking all my guests on my podcast okay and that is if you met the teenage Carl now, what would he think? What would he be proud of? And what would he wish that you'd done differently? That's an interesting question. I think, I'm going to answer it in two ways. I don't, I, I don't have any regrets over any of the things I've done, even the difficult things, just because, you know, everything that we do shapes us and gets us to where we are. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I wouldn't kind of go back and change things. However, as, as, a, as a father of a teenage son, I would say, if, if I was going to say, what, what would I recommend to you now? It's don't work for anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> work for yourself, figure out how that works and make sure that you get down and do the things that support you. Mm -hmm. without going out and, and, and just sort of working in the job. Mm -hmm. And that's something yeah. that's only come to me over the last three years. Yeah. I was in that job for, for three decades nearly. 
yeah and then but then again like you like you said that's what's shaped you into who you are now correct that served me that served me so i wouldn't change it because i got some great experiences from it yeah you wouldn't wouldn't send anyone else down that path no no (laughs) i think it's it's about it's about where you are today and what you would learn from that and this is why this is a fantastic age my next book is called is going to be called at least the second half because in in that first half of your life that first 50 years you know you're starting from nothing you start from nothing there's you 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 know you you can't walk you can't talk and your first 16 years or much longer for a lot of people you're still reliant upon other people yeah and then, but you've got all this experience and we've gotten to where we are. And then we walk into the, into the second half when we become 50 and we think it's over and people stop. Mm, yeah. They stop yeah. trying, they stop doing things or they start to think about early retirement and what am I going to do? I just, well, you're now walking into the second half with 50 years worth of experience. Mm, yeah. It can't yeah. possibly be that your best years are behind you unless you make it that way. Yeah, that's absolutely the reasoning behind directory of a dream life 50 plus because absolutely we could be here for another 30 or 40 years so how the heck is 50 and 60 time to retire and and put your feet up and the world has changed so much there are all sorts of opportunities that we never had so we were still young enough to take advantage of those as well absolutely absolutely just remains for me to say Thank you very much, Carl. It's been a pleasure. And I hope we'll catch up with you again soon before the second book is out. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much. And we'll see you soon. Great. Thank you, Marcia. Thank you. Thanks. There we have it. Small steps every day. Thanks for listening this week. And before we go, Here is the second of this week's little handy hints. Have a great week. This week's second life hack is about productivity. I bet Carl will like this one. It came to me from a lady I used to work with who sadly is no longer with us. God bless you, Stella. She had a system of which she said she used at home as well. Handle each piece of correspondence only once. Don't open it and put it on the kitchen table. Then move it to your office desk. Then move it into your handbag. Deal with it. Thanks for that life hack, Stella. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden. And it's available across several platforms, so please keep listening. There are relevant links below in the show notes, along with links to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at gurgleit.com. That's M-A-R-C-H-I-A at G-U-R-G-L-E-I-T dot com. Or just leave a voice message on here with details of your topic. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Oh, P.S. Can you do a P.S. on here? Well, I've done it anyway. 
Don't forget to send in any hints and tips, life hacks that you want to share with us. Just record your voice message at www.anchor.fm forward slash ddl50 forward slash messages. I still can't say it. See you soon.